Hey, what's going on? Are we, are we going now? Is this good? Are we live? Are we on the uh, rock bottom? Dude, fucking end of the world right now. Ooh. I'm telling you. All man. right, so uh, you guys know us. We're rock bottom enduro. Uh, I don't know. It's what, Matt, Jason, and the guy who cusses a lot, according to my friend. Penis. No, I was talking to my buddy back home. It's a good thing we aren't monetized. About the, uh, <laughs> about the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what I was talking about. I said something about like Matt buying a lot of bikes. We were talking about bikes or whatever. I was like, yeah, my buddy Matt, oh, just, bought a, my buddy Matt just bought a, uh, a new KTM. He's like, is that one of the podcast guys? Yeah. He goes, which one is it? The one who cusses a lot or the other one? I was like, the other one. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll try to Maybe put down. more emphasis on it. I, I will from on here the ride out, today. You were definitely anymore. cussing a lot. <laughs> oh, you're on the ride today, yeah. You be Thank you, like Lizzo. Live your truth. <laughs> I feel like Lizzo. Mm. <laughs> yeah, basically Lizzo. I feel like Lizzo after my trip to Texas. <laughs> I gained four pounds, baby. I'm really surprised it was Lizzo that low. Lizzo gained four pounds in an hour, though. All right, he's over here. Hey, quit, right. quit smacking in the mic. What are you doing? Listen. <laughs> All right. Are we going to start this podcast? We are going to start this podcast. <laughs> what episode is this? This is episode Six, seven. Seven. Ooh. Episode seven. Seven. That's We're cool. talking buying and selling bikes. We're getting up there now. Yeah. So we kind of mentioned we would uh, talk about buying and selling bikes. So what do we say? What to look for? Uh, you know, private party or versus dealer. What are some options? Uh, and then also selling what to do if you're selling a bike. You got some tips and tricks. Guaranteed tips and tricks? Guaranteed to earn you 10% more or less <laughs> or a different number or no money back. You can take that to the bank. Are you are you good at negotiating and haggling? Am I good? Uh, man, I I don't think so. Um, I'm definitely not. Yeah, I I mean, you guys know me. When I get it in my mind that I like, I want to go buy a bike. Like, I'm gonna go buy a bike. Oh, you definitely Happens do. So bi-weekly. What, yeah. So <laughs> you guys give me so much crap. You know, bro, it's it's a problem. Do you think mine is bro. that much worse than yes? Like BL. Yes. How yeah. we bought like the same amount of bikes in the past no. couple of years. No. Definitely not. Mm. We like the last podcast. I talked about the Triumph 800. And you're like, yeah, no, I don't think that's a good bike off road. Mm-hmm. And then like four days later, you owned one. I mean, <laughs> I make I make shit happen. You do, like, and I respect no, that about but it, you. And when we left that, I didn't want a full size like ADV bike. I was kind of leaning towards a 500 until I was like, eh. fucking dick. Yep. What do you mean? I'm going to join well, that I'm, Triumph Tiger Club soon, hopefully. I was going to buy a dual sport. No, you weren't. Yeah, I was. No, you You're not. Why not? You're right. I probably wouldn't because I would never ride it. Exactly. Just, I like, wouldn't. I'm, just like I'm never going to ride this ADV. I know. <laughs> I know. I just, Listen. I didn't want to say anything. But for me, though, like an ADV Ooh. bike, even if you never take it off-road, there's still fun bikes to ride on oh, yeah. road. Like, it's, it's my preferred, like, riding, like, seating position. And so, like, I enjoy riding those more than I enjoy riding, like, a cross yeah. rocket. And like I told you guys, like, it's, it's been super fun on the road. Like, it just feels like a big, cushy sport bike. See? Um, yeah. kind of, like, handles almost like a dirt bike, kind of rides like one. But So when you're buying a bike and you go look at a bike, what are your red flags? What are you looking for? 
What are my red flags? Uh, I don't know. That's tough, dude. You I, know, everybody's a shyster. Everyone. Not Don't everyone. No, I, I'm. We're all gonna. We're all trying to. I'm honest to a fault when people are buying my stuff because I don't really? like. I don't feel right about giving Sir, someone else my look, problems. I want to be transparent. It's a piece of shit. That's right. I'm not supposed to swear anymore. I'm sorry. It's a piece of poo. Poop. 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 Although I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to be very vague when I sell my current bike. <laughs> Dropped once. <laughs> okay. Um. So let's see. So, all right. If you're in the market for a bike. A dirt bike, right? We're talking dirt. Mostly, like mostly buying and selling dirt bikes, but anybody. Um, well, we so kinda... dirt specific, um, kind of like where to look at, right? So Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, where have you guys had better, better luck? Do Craigslist anybody use that shit anymore? Them, unfortunately, they took the hookers off there, and that kind of place kind of fell fell apart. I mean, even uh, probably like two three years ago, trying to sell something on Craigslist is just a nightmare. It's a boomers, it, dude. It, it's not even boomers. Like it's just all scammers now. You know, like you, you oh, yeah, you post you. an ad, and uh, you just get messages. I would like to buy the bike right now. I will send you money. What I is will your send you money, Graham. I would like to for purchase your motorcycle. Please, I will send you the money and send someone to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Transport. My like, agent yeah, will it's, be there. It's just like broken English. You can definitely tell. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, Craigslist I'm, is. is for me, I won't even I won't bother with it. I may browse Craigslist occasionally because spammers and dealers seem to be all that's on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. I'll browse it, but like I haven't had luck there in I a haven't long been time. On there in Buying years, or selling, bro. I haven't used it in a long time. Facebook Marketplace is really the only, and Facebook groups, yeah, uh, like yeah, yeah, dirt yeah. bike buy sell trade, sure. Colorado, even whatever. Facebook Marketplace lately has definitely going downhill not that it was ever like a good place you know right you still get the high is this available and then vanish i hate Um, that well the good thing about facebook is everybody's there the bad thing about it is everybody's there (laughs) yeah and so you get a lot of people messaging you that really aren't serious and there's still the scammers too with i've seen will in the facebook marketplace with uh you know i would like to buy the bike uh you know like i will give you full amount just the, the weird, scam, like, obvious scam. Um, or send you some weird website or phone number that they want you to text messages them through. So I'm like, nope, mm-hmm. not doing that. Every Sorry. time. Yeah, so. Every time. So we'll, let's Whew. say uh, things to look out for. Um, this kind of came up from when I was looking at uh, the KTM 500. So yeah, what was like wrong ABs. with that? Because I wasn't paying attention. So I, what was wrong with what? The, the, KTM, the KTM 500. Oh, so. The bike looked fairly it looked good. The bike looked good in the photos. It looked decent in the yep. photos. It yeah, lo- it looked decent. Yeah, it looked brand fucking new. It, uh, yeah, oh, it didn't sorry, look bad. Swear oh. <laughs> he took the pictures from like a hundred feet away. Yeah, <laughs> did he? Yeah, he had to. Fucking um, photos. And it was <laughs> it was a pretty good price. It was it was fair for what it is. Because you you guys know KTM. How much was it? Um, I want to say he was maybe he had it listed at six thousand. So I year? knew I could probably get year was a. 18, I think. 18, six grand. So it was pretty good, right? And obviously, dudes, you're not going to, nobody ever lists their absolute bottom dollar um, as asking price. Right. So I was like, hey, man, before I come look at this thing, you know, are you open to negotiation? He said, yeah, there's some room. Okay, cool. So I, I took the trip. It's about 30, 40 minutes one way. And like walking up in person, like, at the sidewalk, I was like, oh, no. Oh, um, was it, like, sketched out? Yeah, you could see. Well, the first thing I noticed, there was, like, daylight in between the bottom of the seat and, like, the oh, airbox. Oh, I see what you're
Um, and he was like, oh, yeah, like it's, uh, it's missing the, or I noticed that there was no seat bolt. And I was like, you know, this thing's missing a bolt. And he's like, yeah, the previous owner, of course, it's always red flag owner. one, previous owner. Uh, which is it's always a previous owner, right? A hundred previous owner uh, had trouble with the battery dying, so they were always taking the seat off to jump it. So he just left the seat bolt off. And I'm like, how long have you had this? And he's like, oh, like two years. And I'm like, bro, you tell me for two years you couldn't be bothered to buy a two dollar bolt to put this thing in, dude. So yeah. red flag. Um, I mean, there's a uh, bolt. Uh, what else? The horn was flapping. There was like random what? Like yeah. What do you mean? Just like the mount for the horn. Like oh, it was, it was flopping loose. around. I and the you. other thing, too, with, you know, like a four-valve, um, four-valve, uh, four-stroke. Four stroke. Yeah. Four-valve, we're not yeah, talking. That's a floor-valve. It does have four-valve. Mustangs. It's <laughs> um, so got that Holly dual overhead yeah. carb. Um, I'm already like, oh, I'm a little sketched out because, you know, has it had, you know, valve adjustment, all this jazz, for which sure. things you, sh- you guys should look out for, you know, when it comes to, if you're looking at uh, four-stroke bikes. Um Try to get some sort of idea of of service. So I asked this guy, Never hey man, any. what's Never up? Yeah. How's it been service? Always uh, professionally serviced. Ah, yes. With these seat there, bolts. I, that I, there's missing. no shop in the world that would have this bike come in and leave that way. Like, there's just, there's no way. Uh, if they say professionally Bohatch serviced, I want to see receipts. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're yeah, basic stuff, fair, right? Bro. So like random wires hanging off the bars. And he's like, I don't know what that goes to. Um, like the radiator shroud, there was no bolts. It was like zip tied in place, and they were flat. Like the bike was just freaking just beat, beat. And I was like, "Yeah, man, like I'm, I'm good." I'm, How many hours? I mean, zip ties aren't that bad. Uh, TM uses zip ties. Seven hours. <laughs> zip ties. They're uh, better than bolts. They don't come off. It wasn't that bad. Um, yeah. I can't remember the hour. Like, I want to say it was maybe like four thousand miles. How many hours is that? A I, I don't. Mm, that probably equates to about. It varies, right? I mean, if you're just out cruising, you know, 50 miles an hour. Oh, that's true. If you're, yeah, if you're moving, yeah. shh, moving. So, um, but it could be 200 hour. hours. So that's yeah. that's you the thing know. too, right? So don't be afraid to say no and just walk away. Oh yeah, um, fucking walk away, especially yeah. on a four stroke, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, it's scary to buy a four stroke. It's scary um, to me. For me, so some thing. Hang on, I got like two more little quick things. Um, this is so, a multi-part answer. So ask okay. for his uh, own question. Yeah, especially if you're gonna do some driving <laughs> to see this thing, um, you know, get some proof of. Oh, you've had a professionally serviced, then show me some professional receipts. Yeah, I'm um, telling you, or something, some sort of proof. Um, and then additionally, ask for like good close-up photos of things. Don't do the, you know, take it from across the, the driveway thing. Um, and there's actually something else. Oh, cold. So. Um, you know, if it's a a hard starting or hard to start bike, they may try to warm it up before you get there, so that it starts easily. So ask them to keep it cold and then check that. Put your hand on the he- on head oh, pie, radiator, whatever, and see if it's been warmed up before. Oh, that's like my trick. Just get this thing running real good before they get over here. Run it real good and then let it cool down. That <laughs> yeah, way. exactly. Get just that a little bit. Chains so and stop slapping yeah. around in there. <laughs> One of my red flags is. If the engine and everything is just too clean, let's say I'm going to go look at a 2018 bike and it has brand new plastics, brand new graphics, like everything. I'm going to be like, yeah. why is this thing too nice? 
So really? it'll be a little suspicious. I, I may, oh, I'm just trying to buy a piece of shit. I, yeah. like, I really need a car. So, this is too nice. Like if I'm looking nice. at a truck and I pop the hood and the right. engine is like all shiny and yeah, all that's the way I want it. I'm so, like, no. hmm. I, I can yeah, understand where you trying to oil up from. Yeah. But uh, when we get into like the how to sell a bike, I'll, I'll read Yeah, that. exactly. Although, although I have done that to sell a bike, like freshen it up. But, oh, I'm but gonna, it's okay because it's you. Yeah. <laughs> you are. <laughs> but he's honest to a fault when it I comes know, to that's selling, true. right? I'd be like, oh, yeah, I put new plastics on it just to sell it because the other ones were beat up because I drop it all the time. Yeah. I, I just yeah. I just hope whoever buys my current KTM doesn't find my just social media. Just be honest, dude. When I sold my th- my beta, it was like, I, I was like, this thing has been beat on. Like, well, I mean, if he wrote it beforehand, on. it was... Obvious. I wasn't. It was. Dude, that bike was so bad. <laughs> it was a little clown. The first time I rode, when you rode my, <laughs> sh- when you rode my shirt, I was so used to it. it was and like, I rode I really on your care. bike. I was like, ooh, I don't. I have like beta. ten pictures of you fixing that bike at Penrose. It was, it was beat on. Uh, like for sure, it was falling apart. And like I mean, it was little things like the chain broke and yeah, uh, and like and some of it wasn't even mechanical problems. No, well, that just, one day you put like a hole the size of my thumb in the clutch cover. I did. You remember you? Tra- oh yeah, yeah. 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 Oil just pouring out of that yeah. thing. Yep, that sucked. <laughs> it was yeah. a bad day. Yeah, I've broken a couple clutch covers. It's all right. Know, everybody yeah. does it. Everybody but, does it. It happens to everybody. You know, if you're going to list a bike, whether it be Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace or whatever, please post pictures of the actual bike or vehicle. I have showed up to look at. Oh, it's a different thing. Oh yeah, I. I, is, I, I came to look at this Bentley. What is this 300? Dude. This Chrysler 300. <laughs> when I was buying, like years ago, when I bought my Forerunner, I uh, I found this ad for a, a Forerunner on the on Craigslist. Yeah, and uh, the pictures looked good, and it was a V8 four wheel drive. I get there, it was a V6 two wheel drive. Paint was jacked the up. Fuck. It was. It wasn't even the same. It wasn't even the same truck when I got there. I'm like. I drove an hour across Houston to look at this thing, and it's not even. He just pulled pictures off the internet to list his truck. No shit. I was so mad. I bet. It, but the thing is, like, some people can't say no once they get there. Yeah. That. But you're a piece of shit for doing that. You know, yeah. it's like that's fucked up. It's, Do you negotiate price? Over the phone, over text message, over messenger I'll do ahead it in of time, person. or do you wait till you get there? Yeah, wait till you get there. So I will, I will typically ask, right? If they're I, n- up for right, right, I'm just like, like, are you firm on price, or are, are you willing to negotiate? And, and I leave it at that, um, because if it's something that like I don't really want um, to pay what they're asking for. Yeah. I don't want to get there and then you know waste my time driving and sure. and them being firm on something that I don't want to spend that much for. Um, so I think, I, I do think it's better to, um, you know, not negotiate over the internet because it's, it's so much easier just to say no over a message versus, you know, you're there, right. You know, they want to get rid of the thing. Obviously they're selling it and you're there with cash money in their face. Probably more inclined. Yeah. To you want to come in there with that firm handshake, dude, and really just push them down yeah you want to you want to you want to dad them a yeah. little bit as you get there i don't know i'll lowball people <laughs> like if i'm buying something i'll be like you take 1400 for it so yeah. and that will that will set me off too when i just get lowballed i'll be like no i won't sell this to you at all now yeah. even for but full like, price so <laughs> i i like i'm the same way <laughs> like when i when i say lowball it's like a a per, it's not like an embarrassing, like half what they're asking. Like okay. Let's say someone's asking $3,000 for a motorcycle. I'm not going to be like, you take 1000 for it. Yeah. But I might be like, you take, 
you know, 26. There's yeah. people, oh, that's For not bad. Sure. That's, that's not low reasonable. Ball. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to shoot, I'm going to shoot kind of oh, low. Oh, yeah. I 25, think, that type of thing. I think people tend to, to probably, you know, 10 to 20%. Get a over what yeah. they yeah. they are, are willing to accept. For sure. I was selling an XR400 years ago. Uh, it was street legal. So, you know, kind of the street legal kind of makes it a little more valuable. And uh, I can't remember what I was asking, like 1800 bucks for it. Typical thing, like I was really hoping to get to 1500 out of it. Road, I was asking, I was asking 18, hoping to get 15. This guy messages me. We're, we talk on the phone. He's, and he tell, he's like, you take 13 for it? I'm like, no. He's like, what's your bottom dollar? Like, uh, how about 16? It's like, well, he's like, how about 14? And you know, we, we're, we're kind of haggling back and forth. It's like, sure. 15 is my bottom. He goes, all right, you won't take 14. I was like, no, 15 is my bottom, bottom. Like, I won't take any less than, fi- I won't take any less than 15. He's like, all right. And he gets there and he's like, you take 1400 for it? I was like, I told you, my oh. bottom dollar. He drove two hours to look at this bike. And he had like, fourteen. I don't feel bad about sending you. He back had fourteen hundred dollars in his hand. I was like, fifteen hundred dollars. I told you is the lowest. He's like, are you serious? You're gonna make me drive home empty? I'm like, yep. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I sure am. He yes, got bro. he got so pissed and like stormed off. Oh no, what man, a, not at all. That's, that's craziness. Yeah. Well, I told okay, the I, I told one. the guy. What's what's the most? Because you've sold stuff, I'm sure that you were like, Ooh, I got to get rid of this thing. Please don't let it explode before the guy takes it off of your lawn. Yeah. What's yours? Because uh, <laughs> we're all pieces of shit. Like, like, don't get me wrong. We're all garbage people. So, well, sometimes my my sketchiest my sketchiest sell. I was just trying to get. I had this four wheeler that I bought on Craigslist as a project, like a flip project. I was sure. bought it, fixed it, spray painted it green to <laughs> to cover nice, up the bro. faded orange <laughs> plastics. I mean, it was a oh my gosh, it was a shit box. But uh, so finally, this. One guy seems interested. Yeah. He's like, I'll buy it if you'll take, I think it was like $1,400, which wasn't, which wasn't too bad. Like, and I'm ready to move this thing. He's like, but I don't have a truck, and my homie's gone. Can you deliver it? I'm my like, homie? I'm like, yeah, I can deliver it. He's like, I said, what's your address? He's like, here. I'm like, all right, and I'm driving. This is when I lived in the Houston area. Okay. And like, the area of town I'm going through is yeah. progressively getting worse yeah. and worse. And I show up, and it's like, all these cholo looking dudes in the front yard drinking beer and yeah. I pull up, I was like, Hey, uh, Hector here? They're like, Who's asking? I was like, Well, Hector's buying this for me. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And so I roll this thing off the truck and Hector's like, Oh, let me check it out. And they're like revving it. And his homies are just racing this thing, like beating the heck out of it up and down the street. I'm like, We got a deal? He's like, Yeah, we got a deal. And he hands me a wad of like fives and tens. He's like fourteen hundred, right? And he had, like it's this. He was a stripper. This like Just handful ones. of like five, Just tens, and twenties. And I'm looking at this, going, "I trust you, Hector." And I just put it in my pocket and I drove away. Yeah, smart. <laughs> it was smart. all there though. Like Hector paid me the full. Like I counted it when I got home. It was all there. But I was kind of sketched out, like driving like really into the ghetto of Houston to sell this four wheeler. Yeah. Fuck! Don't sell stuff in Houston. I guess. I don't think I've ever really had like a bad. I've never like done anything super shady. Um, the I'm old, not saying shady, but you're like you're the only so. Yeah, the, the only thing that I could think of would be uh, you remember that little TTR 50 that I had, that little dirt bike that was just always not running. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Um, so which those little 50 cc bikes like they're they're notorious. For they're just the being, biggest pain in the yeah, butt. That so PW50 freaking, I had. Don't ever buy a freaking 50 cc bike, especially a 52 stroke. Oh god. 
So yeah, this um, this thing would just like gum up the the jets. Cause I mean, yeah, they're super tiny. Oh, yeah. a, a carb for a fifty cc. Yeah. They are so um, sensitive. Yeah, you could look at this could jet the wrong way and it would gum up. Down it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> barely. And it was just it was always such a nightmare to run and, and keep running. And uh, I was like, man, I'm not dealing with this thing anymore. And put it up for sale. And then like, dude came and got it. And like, I mean. I, I cleaned the car like it was it was running when he picked it up like yeah. whether it stayed that way you know not really my fault but yeah. yeah just those things are such a pain that was really the probably the only thing that I can think of that fits that bill okay so at mine you want to take a guess on what it was beta no 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 that was fine that oh was the rough. Kia fucking Kia, Kia. bro <laughs> I was I was scared because it's a Kia, right? Yeah. It could like just spontaneously explode at any time. Like it could, you know, the engine could just fucking grenade itself. And it already done that once. Like it already like like the throwout bearing and the clutch went out, but it ended up exploding and punching a hole through the transmission stuff. I got it fixed, you know, which I didn't want to do. But the guy fixed it and fucking screwed me. He's like, "Yeah, it's gonna be thirty-five. I was like, "Why would you fix it? Why do you talk to me first?" Anyway, that car was worth fifteen hundred dollars. I know exactly. <laughs> So I ended up selling it for what I ended up paying to get it fixed. It was like 3600 bucks or something. But that thing, I was so worried about that thing just not getting off the lawn. Even though I drove it every day, it was fine, right? It's my beater car. I'm embarrassed to say that I drove a Kia Soul. But I got cut off by a Kia Soul bro. this week. I was so I was like, Mike. <laughs> but anyway, so the guy bought it. And the thing was, is like, the worst part about it was is he what he was going to use it for was driving like an hour and a half every day to work. I was like, okay, bro. I was like, but I was pretty transparent. I was like, it's a Kia. Are you, you sure? You sure about that? You sure you want to do this? He's like, yeah, I think it'll be okay. He's pretty good with cars and stuff. But that was the sketchiest thing. The shiest, fucking terrified. The shystiest thing I ever did when I uh, years oh, ago. Oh, it's another shiesty thing. That oh you man. Did. Like, <laughs> I've sold four wheelers when like the people come to look at it, I'm like, please start, please start, please start. But no, the the shiestiest thing I ever did was years and years ago. I was I had a, a Jeep Cherokee 4.0 liter inline oh, yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. I was driving home from work one day and it starts going clack 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 and smoke well, like starts a, coming out. Oh really? And I limp it into my driveway. It was just a couple blocks from the house or a mile from the house or whatever. And oil is just pouring out the bottom. Oh. So I add more oil to it. I stood back and watch, and eventually that oil just came out the oh, bottom. Oh for sure. So. You know, next day or whatever, we're at the Toyota dealership. I'm looking at a Tacoma. Sure. Got a nice TRD extended cab Tacoma. Yeah. This is 2003, so first-gen Tacoma. Okay. I'm like, okay, I love this truck. I want to buy it. And I told the guys, like, hey, I have a Jeep Cherokee sitting at home. It's going to be my trade-in. You know, he's like, oh, yeah. Um, and he ends up giving me, like, $2,000 sight and scene for this 1990 Jeep Cherokee. That's leaking oil. <laughs> I was like, it's in pretty it's rough shape. not even leaking. It's pouring oil it's, out of the box. I was like, it's in pretty rough shape. It's an older Jeep. He's like, I don't care. I'll give you $2,000 for it. I'm like, all right, whatever. So on the way home, I bought, like, eight or nine quarts of oil and just poured it in there. And drove straight to Was the, it clacking? Was it clacking? Oh, the, By the, then, like, I've already done all the paperwork. All they're waiting for is this it's Jeep. So this they, I can hand them the keys of the Jeep and the title, and they can hand me the keys of the Tacoma so I could drive. And this was like 8.30 p.m., like right before they closed. I filled that Jeep with oil and drove it straight there, handed them the keys, and I got the keys of the Tacoma, and I left. And so, like, next the next day, my wife calls me. She's like, you're not – oh, we just bought you a new truck, didn't we? I'm like, yeah. She goes – I just saw your Jeep on the highway. Hoods up. Like somebody they, drove it? 
someone they they sold it to a I'm assuming they sold it to a wholesaler. Okay. But the guy got literally two miles from the dealership and it blew up on him on the highway. Nice dude. I don't feel as bad about that one because I did it to a dealership. Third circle of hell for Tave, you know. <laughs> yeah, for dealers you. are uh yeah. Yeah, they're gross people. Yeah. I, it's okay I if you no, do that to a dealer. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like killing a unless it's child like, predator. I might feel a little bad if it's like, you know, some super small mom and pop dealer. No, this was like a big oh. mega dealership. They had yeah, like four no. dealerships in Houston. Oh no, man, they'll screw you. Where grandma's doing the title work in the yeah, back. Yeah. You feel bad. Um, I bought my truck at a uh, dealership like that. It was it was yeah. a very good experience. The owner's out there. Hey, how's it going, son? You know, shaking hands with everybody. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Um, when I traded in my other F one fifty, this isn't like that bad, but um, I'm trying to remember the other F one. It looked almost identical. It was just it was two wheel drive. <laughs> so he doesn't have a problem though. He doesn't think you don't think you have a problem. I mean, you buy a lot of stuff. I thought it would be. Appropriate to have a four-wheel drive truck in Colorado. Oh, you had a two-wheel drive. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, I actually pass. think the new one is a little nice from the inside. Oh, that's beautiful. 100%. I love your seats thing. are it's, so comfortable. It's completely different. Like um, the best factory seats I've mm, ever put my butt in. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I turned my parents down to that same exact same truck. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Completely. But at any rate, the other one, um, you know, went to go turn it in or trade it in, and um, I was like, hey, man, like. Like, I've got, like, a sub and an amp under the seat. Like, is there any way, um, like, do you have, like, uh, like Phillips head screwdriver where I can get out there and kind of, like, take this thing out and keep my stuff? And he's like, oh, yeah, and hands me this. I couldn't get it to work. Like, it wasn't the right size. Couldn't get it to work. I ended up just, like, cutting the freaking wires. Like, <laughs> like the power kit ground, all that. I just, like, cut the wires and just pulled the amp out. So just, the radio wouldn't probably work then? Correct. <laughs> I mean, it works. There's no sound. <laughs> the tech in the shop is doing the make ready so they get rid of it. I was like, man, what is going on? Now, with this thing? He, he told me that they were going to wholesale it because oh. he told me he was like, uh, we, we can't sell this truck here in Colorado. It's two wheel drive truck. Oh, it's two wheel drive. Yeah. Here in Colorado, like, we can't even sell it. We're just going to wholesale it out. So I was like, okay, bud. Yeah, I don't feel bad about that. We need nah. to Let's cut the brake lights too. Yeah. Got another story about that one. Hey, we're talking about dirt bikes. We're talking about dirt bikes. Oh, sorry. Um, so we talked about like, you know, hey, things to look for when buying from a, a private party. Um, so what do you guys think about titles? You want to see titles with bikes? Don't depends care. on how old it is. And it depends on what it is. If it's a dirt bike, I'm not really that concerned. Yeah. Um, if it came with a title, sure. So I, and, and that's where I get like a little sketchy. Like if you're selling, and it just situation it, dependent, Especially because right? you can go to the DMV and just get a copy of it. Sure. But I mean, if it's like... You're selling like a 2021 KTM for maybe a little low price. Yeah, you know, you know, a little. Yeah. It might. You might still have a lean <laughs> on it, type of thing. And so that, that's the sketchy. thing too, right? Because I think that happened to our buddy Austin, who um, he bought a bike. Oh, the guy I said, um, I think he just told him that he didn't have a title, or however, however it worked out. The guy was gave him the impression that it was like free and clear, and he went to go title it, and they were like, "There's a lean Bro. on this bike." Um, they ended up getting it like worked out, and the guy paid it off and sent him the title, um, or he got the title. But it is kind of sketch. Older, I don't care, especially because uh, for here in Colorado, they didn't start issuing titles until like 2014. I, yeah, I 14 say. or 15. Oh, really? So um, anything older than 15 didn't even have wouldn't a title. have a title. Hmm. Yeah, 
Like you couldn't even get it. From my I don't have a title for my shirt though. So like in the, Texas, everything had a title, mm-hmm. and if something didn't have a title, chances are it was stolen. Oh yeah, you know. So I mean, I don't. I technically don't have a title for my. Oh, should I say that? I know a guy. So for what? Home. So for my my new bike, I don't, I don't have a title I, for my. I have, either. A, I have, I have an MSO. MSO. Yeah. 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 I don't have a title for mm-hmm. mine. I don't want to spend money at the DMV. Right. Pay taxes for... Now, in Colorado, it's easy to get a title. All you have to do is take your current registration card and your bill of sale to the DMV, and they'll get you a title for like 30 bucks. How do you have a registration card? There's no way. Your OHV registration? But I feel like that's not... Are you sure? Have you done that? That's what the lady at the DMV told me. I haven't done it yet. People at the DMV don't know what they're talking about. The the Teller County DMV down the road, it's like two ladies, like just two ladies at desks. Cause they and they do some sketchy shit. Yeah, I mean maybe, but I mean it just doesn't seem right. Because you would have to, if you register a vehicle to get it, maybe title's different. Maybe I'm thinking more so like registration. I'm not talking plating. about street registration. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about like a title a that's title. stamped. That's okay. and it would be an off road title. Gotcha. It would not be a street title. Yeah. It would be an off road title. I, I can you, see. Okay, I can see that. Then so for it's not just collecting a, tax. It's just a title of ownership. Is all yeah. this is. We all about tax evasion out here. Yeah, but if it's if it's an off road vehicle, you don't pay taxes on it. Okay. And so you're not going to pay taxes because it's an off-road vehicle. They're oh, only, they're sure. only. I should go get a title. You're only paying for, taxes for Colorado in general. I'm going to get down there and I'm going to have to pay taxes. I'm like, I hate Jason. Well, when you like, time. if you're the first buyer, yeah, you got to pay taxes on it. But, <laughs> but if you're like you're, if you're buying it secondhand, you you shouldn't have to pay taxes on like a used dirt bike. Um, and it's that way in Texas too. Like when you you can just get the title transferred for thirty dollars or whatever, but you're not paying sales tax. Huh. Texas fun mm. fact. Texas fun fact. Oh, uh, let's see. What else? What else we can talk about for private? Hmm. Do you hmm. allow people to come to your house to look at dirt bikes, motorcycles? Excellent. You- excellent point. Excellent yeah. point. So I will vet them. I'll kind of look at their. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, look at their profile pics because you know most of the deals I do are on. on Facebook Marketplace, so yeah, I'm so kind of creep their profile. Yeah, one hundred percent. Oh, that actually brings up another good point. What about minion memes? If so, profile? <laughs> here's, here's another good point. <laughs> so, uh, back when I was looking for like a YZ125 for a project, yeah. um, there was a few, right? So vetting also goes a long way for uh, for the bike itself, other than just the person. So, like, hey, I'm looking for this bike, and I see dude doing like a wheelie down Main Street, like. Maybe I don't want that bike. No, I don't want to deal with that human. Right. <laughs> no, but... Uh, yeah, I'll definitely creep someone's page. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. the more I message with them, like, you get a... You, you build get a, that rapport. You get a vibe or, or get a feel, right. sure. And so you can kind of tell if they're going to be kind of weird. Gonna come back later and yeah. steal from you. Yeah. yeah. But I also, like, if they're coming to look at a bike, I'll bring the bike out of my garage and shut my garage so they can't see my other bikes usually. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. I do the same. Who's the weirdest person you ever sold a bike to? Weirdest? Or anything. Yes. Hmm. I'll let you guess who my weirdest customer was. Mark. Will. No, no Will's never bought anything for me. <laughs> you didn't buy any of his stolen bikes? I'll give you a hint. Okay. BL's girl. Oh, oh Tiger, Tiger Girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> that whole experience... That whole experience was so bizarre. I just too. forgot she existed. So oh, did I. I, I, I haven't. But she brought somebody with her, like, you know, like, 
let's safety net or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Just in case I was a raper, which uh, I get it. Sure. I get it. I get that. You look. get that. Put off that vibe sometimes. <laughs> you could be a raper. Rapist wit. But anyway, so that, but that whole situation was sketchy. She drove it around a bunch and like her, her guy that she brought with her was just, just fucking chatting my ear off. And then she didn't want it. Or she didn't want to. She didn't want it, and then she came back and did want it, and then oh. didn't, did, and then did, and came back and finally. But it was just this fucking the longest drawn out process ever mm. with that girl, and and it was a shit bite. I got mine. You did. What do you think my worst experience trying oh, to sell a bike okay. is? Hold on, hold on. Brian Label. The no, shirt coat? No, no, no he didn't buy. I bought from him. I know. Yeah. No, uh, let me think. Let me think. Okay. Not the shirt coat. Nope. You just traded that in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still there. Two years later. Fuck. I don't know. All right. So here Austin. I am. No. No. <laughs> um, so this YZ125 project. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that uh, I finished up. Uh, so I bought this bike just to have a little oh, winter project, right? Yeah. So got ready to get it out of the garage, post it up. And, and I understand, I, I kind of went off the rails with this project because I originally just kind of wanted to ride it around and have fun and, and do like a very like minor like freshen up and like really good cleaning I ended up like replacing every part of the bike and powder oh. coating the frame. <laughs> you tore it all the way down. Yeah, it's 100% yeah. like pretty much like 100% rebuild. Um, so I had like total cost, I had like $3,500 in the bike, which still wasn't bad. Because um, that's what I ended up selling it for. I got my money. Oh, back. that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, at any rate, uh, obviously surprising. it was a 2000 YZ125 for 3500 So I mean, Obviously, that's not you're you're dealing with a niche market there, right? Because I mean, not everybody's gonna want to spend that when you can go buy a brand new one for what, like six k or something, Probably. whatever it is. So um, this it guy, looked really nice, though. You did a good oh job. yeah, yeah, super it nice, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you were if you're a dude that's looking for like essentially a brand new two thousand YZ one twenty five, that was it. <laughs> um, but this guy messaged me. We were originally supposed to trade, right? He had a uh, a KTM one fifty SX. Oh. Um, and it was like a 2017 or so. It was for, it was newer for yeah. sure. Um, I think I recall and that. So he messaged me first. He's like, "Hey, do you want to trade?" And I was like, um, "Yeah, I 100 percent would do that. Like that that works out in my favor. Like that's a, a good trade. A little too much, right? I'm kind of sketched out because what? But he said that he just he missed. He used to have a 125, and he he liked the way that it kind of ran versus the 150, which I get, um, kind of. Um, but then he came back like a week. So here's the kicker. The dude was in like Montana. So what's that? Like a, it's a good, good oh, 15, on where you are. Six, 16 hour drive, 16 something hours, like that. Yeah. So um, he was like, oh, you know, like maybe we can meet somewhere. Cool. A few days later, hey, uh, my buddy just offered me asking price from this bike. So I'm not going to do it. But I want to buy your bike. And he's like, and I'll come to you. Okay. I mean, that's also more than okay with me. So dude was, uh, he told me he was coming. We kind of had it, everything, had everything worked out. And uh, it was like a two-day process. He told me he was going to like drive halfway, spend the night, keep driving. So he told me he was on the way. Um, day of, we're supposed to meet. Of course, always. Uh, I sent him a message. Hey, man, like, are we still good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm at such and such. And, you know, so I'm going to be there, whatever. Um, and he confirmed with me, like, because I was going to meet him at, like, uh, at Rampart. I told him it, it would cut him like an hour off his drive. Plus, you know, he'd be able to like actually ride it there for a little test drive. At any rate, so like three hours before we we're supposed to meet, 
he messaged me, hey man, uh, decided I'm not going to buy it. Like, what? Like, did he, like, the wonder if he actually drove. I don't know. Like, and why even, like, string someone along? Like, I don't understand. Like, he was so scared to let you down. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, some people are like that. Yeah, people are. So that that would 100% be my weirdest interaction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not too bad. No. Nah. No. Didn't have a potential stalker on my hands. No. The further away someone's coming, the more skeptical I am. Oh, yeah, because it never works. Sure. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I've had many of those. Do you allow test not rides? in Montana, but... Um, Again, like I, I, that's like case by case. Um, if if you show up and you're a person that, um, you know, looks uh, unscrupulous, looks like they might just ride off with it. And never yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, their buddy's so, yeah. sitting in the car yeah. with the car running still. I mean, I, I would never go buy a bike without riding it first, and I wouldn't expect anybody else to. So it. It would depend on how, they, if they, like I said, if, how they looked. When when I sold the Ninja, I had a couple people come look at it, like, "Can I ride it?" And like, I kind of felt so. Uh, this one one girl came and looked at it, and she said, "Can my mom ride it?" And like, mm. talk like you could tell her mom was like a Harley chick. So I let her mom ride it, whatever. Uh, the guy who ended up buying it wanted to test ride it. He's like, "Yeah, I've never really ridden a street bike before, but I'm buying one." I'm like. Yeah, unless you're putting cash in my yeah. hand, I'm not letting you test ride it. And so. I think that w- that situation, like you said, with the the two people, that would sketch me out more because if somebody, dr- if it's a w- if one yeah. person comes and they drive, you know, yeah. it's not like they're gonna drive off with a bike. Your ninja. <laughs> it's not like they're gonna leave their vehicle and yeah. Um, now, but if it's two people, then that that does raise a red flag. Like, yeah, mm. I got I got a pretty good vibe out of these two ladies. Yeah, and that's that's um, the thing. Like, it just it kind of comes down to the vibe you get from the people. Yeah, and the dude who went like the dude who ended up buying the ninja, um, he showed up with two of his buddies in a mm. truck, and he wasn't driving. Mm. So like, uh, you know, but but I let him run through the gears on the center stand. Didn't you get the ninja for free? Maybe. How much you sell it for? What, what, why is that important? I'm just curious. I got. I think I got like twenty seven for it. I, I think. think I got. How much did you get for it? Twenty seven. Okay. <laughs> You're, I'm not your wife. You don't have to lie to me. <laughs> and then I turned around and bought a Project FZ six and some forks for my bike. That's great. You did good. <laughs> it's a good flip. Fucking <laughs> zero. If I can get what that, we call a come up. <laughs> yeah. If I can get that FZ six running, it's a it's a good flip. If, so far, it's not. Um, let's see. And then for like dealer. There's really not like a ton, ton of difference when it comes to like dealers buying like a new, eh, even let's see, new bike versus used. So let, let's let's talk new bike first. So if you're looking at new bikes from dealers, there's really not going to be a huge difference typically in the bikes. Um, there's going to be an MSRP for the bike. Um, pretty much every dealer is going to charge you freight. Um, they're gonna charge you dealer prep, which is awful. Like they basically like put the bars on it and put oil and gas, um, and charge you five hundred bucks. Some bullshit. Yeah, it really. Mike, is. who's the worst dealer? Oh, so God. I wasn't gonna get in all that, but for you the most, like I said, for the most part, you're probably gonna pay the same price, right? Um, well, with the you? exception, there's rebates. I mean, you, you say that you got a really good deal so, at Mountain Dirty. So always given good deals. Always call around, right? Shop around with anything. Um, 
so when I got this KTM, you know, I got super good deal. Uh, which I mean, KTM was running the rebates, right? So yeah. you would assume every dealer was offering this. You would assume one that. dealer was not a local dealer was offering not. this. Um, and just for fun, I went and got a quote, and it was like twenty five hundred dollars more than what I paid for my bike. I mean, and that's a freaking chunk. Like you know what I mean, like that's it's like a quarter what you know of the cost of what I paid. Um, so yeah, shop around. Um, and it might even be, you know, like uh, dealers might also like just kind of sweeten some the the deal up with like, hey, we'll give you like X amount off, which that's pretty typical from a lot of dealers. They'll do like ten percent off the day you buy a bike over pretty much anything. Oh yeah, um, or give you a special sticker inside your airbox, like Jaybirds. <laughs> um, and it just depends on the level of support too. Like if it's if it's a a good dealer, and they want to charge like slightly more, like yeah, maybe. Um, so example, when I say good dealer, so let's talk about like, uh, so KTM with all the new, uh, computer stuff, right? So they, they do rolling updates. They put out an update a few, maybe like a month ago now, but there's a new update to the, uh, like a new map essentially. Right. So some dealers are charging money for this. Like I've heard like 60 bucks, 80, hundred bucks that dealers are charging. And it should um, be a free service. It should right? be free. Because it should be free. There's KTM, nothing KTM should pay for. Nothing it. inherently wrong with the bike. You can go out and ride it. It should but, be a warranty issue. But 100. percent But they like did. KTM should doesn't pay the have a warranty. Thirty days. I know. That's the thing about TBIs, TPIs. It's that. That's what gets. I mean, me. But that's that's any bike other than Beta. You're going to get 30 days. Mine was a year. No way. Really? Maybe you, from your dealer. That's yeah. that's not a Sherco thing. It might not have been. Does that dealer six exist months. still? Six months, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Six months. Point is, uh, point is, is like there's no like. I the idea that I got to go like oh like knowing that there's a map update I'm gonna hate the bike until I get the map update that would drive me crazy. So I mean, from, it's mostly about the the spooge, right? Because everybody's got this a similar issue with the bike sure, sure. spooge a lot. Um, which I mean, you were saying is not even that I don't big of a deal. Care. It's really no more than your bike. So it doesn't land on the brake yeah. patch. Which well, it, <laughs> it does. It kind of does a little bit. I don't use my back brake that much anyway. Um, Boy, do I. Do you? I'm yeah, a heavy front breaker. Uh, I use. I use both. I used to be. I don't know what happened. But, but I stomp that rear brake sometimes. Yeah. And the back ends all slide around. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's really the main thing from. From a dealer aspect, nothing too wild. Um, hmm, what else? What else? What else? Should we talk about like trade ins? I never traded in. So that would, uh, hmm. I haven't. Matt's, Matt's traded in one because actually, yeah, I have, mm, I've traded in two. Okay. Yep. I did trade in, um, remember I told you I had that Suzuki 450 I bought? Oh, I, I always forget you had this. Suzuki. I, Suzuki. I couldn't sell it. Nobody, uh, nobody uh, wanted to buy bike? it. Imagine that. Imagine it. So it was technically an enduro bike. It had like a electric start, eighteen inch rear wheel, and that was about it. But was to it make a it DR, what was it? Um, what year did you buy that R- bike? R- RMX. RMX. That's yeah, right. I RMX. About those. Didn't you? Wasn't it like two years old, but I, brand new on the showroom? I bought it in twenty twenty, like mid twenty twenty, 
And it was a uh, 2017, brand new, still at the dealer. <laughs> Maybe that should be a red flag. <laughs> it should have been. Yeah. So in retrospect, <laughs> red flag. And I remember asking the dude, I was like, hey, man, like, why uh, why has this bike been sitting on your dealer floor for three years? And now you're, like, blowing it out the door to, to get, get rid of it. Um, and he's like, oh, well, you know, most people just don't uh, really ride, like, 450s anymore. And I'm like, I'm a new dirt biker, right? So I'm like, okay, sure. That was false. Yeah. It's a perfect size for me. Yeah, perfect beginner bike. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. It's electric start. So heavy. Um, yeah. And then the impossible to sell Sharko you traded in. Yeah, so um, a good point or a good takeaway is um, – Look at like uh, what you can sell private party for, which is kind of hard to. It's harder for sure to sell newer bikes and more expensive bikes because most people don't have you know that kind of money just laying around yeah. to to you know f- go throw out a bike. They want to finance, um, so it is harder a lot of times to sell a more expensive bike uh, private party. Another thing to keep in mind is um, if you trade it in. To, I mean, a dealer's going to screw you, right? They're going to give you less than what you could probably sell it for. Um, but one thing to keep in mind is that does offset your tax um, your tax bill, right? So if, oh, that is true. So just using easy round numbers, if you go buy a bike that's 10K, they give you 3K for trade-in. Now you're paying taxes on 7,000 versus 10,000. That's true. Which could be a decent bit. Yeah, that's true. So something to keep yeah. in mind. Um yeah, you're, pre- you're pretty much always going to get better or be better off selling private party. You're going to get more for it than trading it in. Some people just refuse to do it. Like, I know some people that are just like, screw it. I'll take the loss. I'll take the hit on the money and just trade this thing in because I don't want to deal with the Facebook marketplace. Yahoo. Uh, blame them. <laughs> that's really that's true. Yeah. It took me a year to sell that beta. Are you leaving wow. all your aftermarket bits on when you sell it? Um, it kind of depends. If it's something that I can easily transfer over, um, so for example, like bars, like I had the same set of pro taper bars for probably like three bikes. I would just keep swapping them over. Um, Is it, do you have them on your bike? Uh, no, because I, I left them on the beta just oh. because, um, I knew I was going to stick with the stock bars on the yeah. KTM. I like the new bars on the KTM. No, not the that lower. one for sure. I mean, and I changed kind of, you know, I used to want those high bars, but now yeah. change my, my riding position and, um, I'm taking my Barkbusters countershocks. And yeah, so XC stuff like stuff, stuff like, like that, that sure. sure. Uh, like a front discard, no, I'm not going to take a front discard off, uh, especially if it's not going to work on the new bike, because um, I do feel like that's a value added thing. Um, not necessarily it's going to gain you much more money, but if uh, sometimes for, that stuff helps it sell. That's like, what I'm saying. Like it, it, it may not make it more valuable. It's but not it going to get you more money, but it makes it more attractive to a buyer correct. than a stock bike. Yeah, that's the way I feel about it. Cause, and some stuff I'm definitely taking with me and some stuff I'm leaving on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Especially since, like, now I ride a 2014, most of the things on that bike are not going to work on my next bike. Sure. <laughs> He's out there, like, taking the gas out, siphoning the gas. You just get, leaves like, enough just to kind <laughs> just of run to up and down the driveway once. <laughs> um, that was something that really grinded my gears, too. Um, from the dealer? From the dealer. Yeah, mine, too. Uh, I got a story it, about it. Buying a bike and getting, like, a half a tank of gas. They like, didn't fill your tank up? No. Like bro, it's just, two and a half I gave gallons. you, like, $9,000-plus, and you can't fill the tank all the time. You can't, the, you can't you fill this two. Gas. <laughs> yeah. 
So <clears throat> on the Sherco, I bought it. It had a little bit of gas in it. And all of a sudden, like, it just stopped running, right? There's gas in the tank. I'm like, what the fuck, right? Well, come to find out, the fucking reserve, right? I didn't even think about this, but I'm, like, pulling the thing apart. Like, what's wrong with this thing? It's broken already, oh right? And that's when I, like, like I, I killed the battery trying to get it started. So that was a problem. And then I pulled the battery out, and I was using T-handles, and I fucking shorted against the frame, which blew a fucking, like, which, which killed, like, some wire in the back as opposed to popping a fuse. So, yeah, they're, they're not having enough gas in there is fucking frustrating. I spent a whole day on that nonsense. Felt like an idiot. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, stupid person. What are you going to do? <laughs> so dumb. Hmm. What else? What else? What else? I'm buying a bike. So we can talk about selling now. We can talk about selling, yeah. yeah. So, and I said I was going to come back to that. So I am of the mindset, um, like, I want to make the bike look as absolutely good as possible. Um, I do see where you're coming from. It, it can look, maybe look like somebody's trying to hide something. Um, but so for me, my thought process is... Um, so that bike was a good example, right? So it was, it, like, it was just dirty and um, at least wash it, right? Clean. Wash it, yeah. Nice. It's somewhat presentable because it's like, dude, if this is how you are presenting this thing to me, a potential buyer, what did it normally look like? You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing to this thing? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I so like when I was sold when Austin bought my Husky, um, I spent tons of time cleaning that thing, um, like plastics off, tank off. I'm in my garage with like a, a spray bottle, like spray in the frame and everything. Like that bike was super clean when I sold it to him. I'll like I changed the oil, so it, so they have a fresh change of oil on it. First oil change in six years. <laughs> just chunks of metal coming out of it. <laughs> no, it's just oh, sludgy. That? That's all. Half a ring. It's, it's like comes out in like clumps, clump, clump. <laughs> I'll change the oil. I make sure there's a decent set of tires because. Like, when I'm looking at a bike, if the tires are ball, I'm like, well, I have to spend $300 on tires right away. I'm taking that off the price. And people yeah. are like, so, like, I try to make sure the tires are in decent shape. My bike, I probably, unless I break plastics between now and then, I probably won't replace plastics, but I'm going to replace the graphics. I'm going to take my graphics off and put generic graphics on there. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, make sure, like, the air filter's clean, that type of stuff. Yeah, and you can do um, even just... New graphics. You don't have to do plastics unless they're broken. Um, those like factory effects or whatever they're called. Like they're you, not very the cheap. Like fifty, sixty bucks. Um, and I mean, and I think that goes a long way for um, just making a bike look fresh and and uh, yeah, a good deal for the buyer. Um, new grips. Grip, dude. You can buy grips for ten dollars, ten bucks, yeah. man. Like ten, twenty bucks. Throw some new grips on. That's gonna make the bike look better, feel better. Um, and I don't want someone else riding around a bike that has, like, my name on it. Because I think, I think my name's on the bike you twice. Should. free advertising. Yeah. Well, then, like, my, my uh, Crash Hard and Drew logos are on there, too. Like, eh, mm. you know, eh, I'm take those off. That's for me, for now. So they don't come back and murder you when the bike blows up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm more, I'm more worried about, like, them getting busted riding some pirate single track, and it comes back on me because it's got my graphics on it. Like, oh, that was definitely Jason. Look at those graphics. So... Because we don't ride pirate, we Stay don't. The trail. We are anti-pirate. We are, we are trail advocacy groups here. We love legal trails. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, man. I think that's all I got. Yeah. So one thing that I thought would be kind of fun to do is like if you were buying five bikes, what five are you buying? Dirt and street combined. Like what are you going to put in your dream garage? Maybe, 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 maybe we save this, this for the next one. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. I got to come up with five yeah. bikes. I, I got to wake up for work in like eight hours. Yeah. I still got Oh, I could come up with five bikes like that. I can sure come up with can. ten bikes. I think about bikes a lot. Do you? I like bikes. I like bikes. Uh, I'm not retarded, but I like bikes. Silly goose, dude. Okay. What's oh, what's one bike that you sold that you missed the most that you regret selling? Uh, cross trainer. Oh, really? That, I love that bike. It was great. I wish I I would love to just have it around just to do hard shit on. I saw I saw one for sale the other day. You should pick one up. Negative. Or go rent go rent BT's old one from Mark. Oh, hell no. No. I'm just saying. You know it's clean. It's the only one I kind of regret. Yeah. I don't really regret any. Um, you know, I, I did. I rode that 250 that I sold to Austin mm-hmm. like forever ago. And I was like, ooh, maybe I should have kept this bike. So that went a little bit. And I'm, that's a big reason what drove me to get this KTM 250. Um, and that's really the only thing that I ever felt any sort of like remorse for. Um, that's a good bike. Yeah. I like this Husky 250s. Mm-hmm. Short. You should get one. Small. What bike do you wish uh, you'd never bought? What? What bike do you wish you would have never bought? Sherco. No way. I love that bike. Um, God, I get none. I can't think of one. Oh, no, no, no. That's bullshit. Uh, fucking 426. Oh. Yeah. The old. The old. So I had. Yeah, obviously the Sherco for me really. Um, we're just, you know, I've told that story here before. We didn't get along for street bike. To recap, Matt hated the Sherco. Yeah, I did not like the bike at all. <laughs> um, I bought a Triumph Street Triple, and oh, like the Speed Triple? Not a Speed Triple, the Street Triple. We're different that? bikes. Is that so the six seventy five CC or whatever? It used to be six seventy five. Mine was a seven sixty five. Nice. Or seven, whatever it was. That looks like a fun bike to ride. So it was fun. It was a great like feeling bike. Like the only reason I say that I wish I didn't get it was just it it sucked for me. Um, something about that bike, like its its seating position and the bars, it put me in like a pretty forward. Oh, it's aggressive. So it should. I mean, it's a naked bike. Um, was it bars or clip ons? It was bars, but they were they were still just it's like a broomstick. Pretty low, yeah. And it just it I was kind of pitched forward, so it would hurt my low back uh, forty minutes, and it would just hurt my back. So I mean, I, I tried to I tried to make it work. I got like bar risers for it. Um, somebody mentioned like if you do you know those little like rubber tank grip things, grip pads, like the, if you can grip the tank, that'll help you from like sliding forward. I tried that. Um, I got the seat reupholstered with like this material that was more grippy to allegedly like keep you from, and it made it better. It just never really works. I ended up trading it in because just wasn't that fun to drive <laughs> or ride. So far, the only bike I regret buying is that FZ6 in my garage. But once it's once it's running, that will go away. I'm just what's wrong with it? I think fuel pump. It's got a, it's got a fuel pump it? issue. So did you buy a new one? Yeah, it's it's sitting on the kitchen table right now. It came in while we were gone. So oh, I've got I a got fuel you. pump and a fuel regulator ready to put in, and then I'm gonna like really clean the injectors. Why do you regret it then? Oh, just because I wish it was running. Oh, but okay. it's like very very mild regret. Mm, okay. um, I thought it was gonna be a pretty simple fix, but 
Um, but it's all right. Once I get it running, I will absolutely love it, and I won't regret it anymore. I don't know that I regret selling any bikes. There's, I don't know that there's one that I really wish I had. I do the FZ1 that I crashed was probably my favorite motorcycle I've ever owned, and I kind of wish I still had that, but uh, my wife hated that bike, so. Yeah, I would imagine. Once you crash it, wives hate that. Yeah, what? <laughs> Once you end up in the hospital for a week in a wheelchair for two months, the wives, the wives are like, no, I don't like that anymore. Yeah. I'm surprised she let you have a street bike, to be honest with you. Uh, she finally came back around. It took, some, it took a while. I have, I have a very, very patient and understanding wife. Mm-hmm. I suspect you do. <laughs> she must be. I am not always the easiest person to live with. <laughs> hey, I wash the dishes, okay? That's something, right? Good. Good. That's good. I'm glad you're sharing a load around the house. So, is that it? I think that's it. You want to play the outro music? Nobody submitted any questions, so. Oh, we did just have one request to bully uh, Jason a little bit. Oh. You guys, like, that's a constant all day, everything. No. No. I am probably the most mistreated in our ride group. Oh, Jesus, a fucking victim. Such a victim. They're picking on me. I'm I'm the punching bag of the hard enduro squids. No. Uh, That's funny. No. All right. Outro music complete. Sweet. Did we ever send out those? Sti- we haven't sent out those stickers. Did so you those bring stickers? Ooh, do I have sorry, stickers? guys. I fucking hate you. I, do you I'm going to look. I think they're in my I truck. feel like okay. such a freaking turd because like, lo- they all sent me their address. Like, literally, Did they really? All I have to do is go to write the post ad- office. Nadia, I'm just dropping my box. Like, oh, like write an address on the envelope. And it's difficult. I have stamps on my house even. I'm a piece of shit. Sorry. I will get them out to you. <laughs> um. <laughs> What should we do? Should we do? We didn't think about a uh, an, another stick away, stick away, stick away, stick away, sticker giveaway <laughs> for this episode. We got a question or something that we should. Hmm. Only like three people answered the last one. Well, but. three people listened to it, so that's true. <laughs> Ooh. Speaking of listen to it, the uh, podcast analytics. Oh, okay. Um, some stats. Oh God, who, who are we gonna? What racist thing are you gonna say today? No, I was just gonna say our and the the our, Chinese people have been oh, listening. They have our, been uh, listening to us. <laughs> our female listenership is up to nine percent. So, ladies, thank you for listening to the podcast. Okay, I thought you were gonna talk like a girl. No, usually. <laughs> I bet Tiger Girl, who bought the, who bought your bike, is listening right now. I doubt it. I think she stopped. With the bike stuff. Yeah. United Kingdom is our number four country. What? Number four? Okay. Why did you bring that up? Why I don't what's know. significant about number four? Just another English speaking country. Yeah. <laughs> it's like good stuff. USA, Canada, Australia, and then UK. Yeah. Okay. All right. Those All right. are those are our top listening countries. I think all, all that right. stuff is funny. Uh, Sweet. But anyway, I think we're mate? just kind of winding down. Nobody's listening anymore. Throw another shrimp on the barbecue. Um, Throw another shrimp on the barbecue. If you're in the UK, uh, enjoy your beans on toast. Oh, my God. And your other miserable food. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Is meat fish pies are decent. Or fish and chips is the only good oh, food to come out I'm of the UK. I'm a fish and chips every day. You'll die of no. You die of anything. Uh, fish is healthy. Come on, man. Dude. No. Fried fish? British food, actually. Is out it? of the fucking British so, river, whatever nah, that thing is. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, bangers and mash. That's all right. That's not bad. Yeah. Speaking of fried bad. foods, while I was in Texas, I had a fucking blood pudding. 
a fried oh, shrimp. Oh, it was so good. Is blood pudding British? I, I have no idea. I assume I've so because it's had gross. it in Ireland. It's blood not gross. It was not even delicious. pudding. That's false advertisement. It's not pudding. It's bloody meat. Is that what it it's, is? It's kind of like a scrapple. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like it's a, not even a, pudding. a meaty. It's good. I loved it. It was do good. Do you like scrapple? I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure if I ever had it. Maybe it's, it's not two like pieces scrapple. of meat with head cheese in the middle. Of Disgusting. It. <laughs> head cheese. British people, your food is gross. I'm sorry. That's why know. Gordon Ramsay's always pissed it, off. Uh, it's, it's brutal. Indian food's good. That's British. It. That's. Mm. I gotta. I mean, I'm just saying. That's the food they eat over there. Is Indian food. Indian, so here's the thing with Indian food. Over time, go have a piece of pizza over there. Over time, curry tends to have adverse effects on my system. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like I can. You're like, lactose intolerant, though. When like, I no, like well, when I went to Nepal, inferior. Yeah. When I went to Nepal, we had like kind of Indian style food every every day, and so I had curry three meals a day for two weeks in and Nepal. By the end of the two weeks. Like, really? I, was, I was ready for, like, just something very simple. <laughs> really? I was, Did it fuck you up, really? I, it I, makes me have weird dreams. By the like, end of the I two weeks, I was going to the bathroom yeah. a lot. Like, when, when I was at Wake Island, like, all the people over there, they, like, the, the cooks over there, I don't know where they're from, but it's everything has curry. It's curry this, curry that. And it was like, it's good. It's a lot of bad, like, weird dreams. Weird, vivid dreams when I ate a lot of curry. Hmm. It's fun. I like it. Oh. I get stomach problems at 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 that weird point. wet dreams. <laughs> I'm kidding. I would have nocturnal emissions. <laughs> nocturnal emissions. <laughs> I mean, it could have been other stuff. Thank you, too, health though. class. You know what I mean? Like, like what was the water you're drinking? That's was, true. Was too, the man. water? Oh, thing? only bottled water. Was it? Uh, like, I mean, it could have been just the food itself not prepared well, or yeah. uh, I don't know if it would just be the curry specifically that messed your stomach problem. up. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I mean. I've also never eaten curry three meals a day. For all That's days true. On end, so I, I mean, I, I maybe it does. I don't know. But, I got. Right. A, I we, got a white person's stomach. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. We're, we always drag these things. I right, see you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. If you're still listening. Okay, bye. You're probably not. <laughs>